and welcome to another edition of Drag Hags, where three ladies of a certain age discuss RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. I'm Jan. I'm Ren. I'm MC. Mm-hmm. And this week we're going to talk about kitty girls and girl groups and all that good stuff. So, um, actually, the first thing we want to talk about is Ren went to go see Bianca Del Rio last weekend, and I know I'm jealous as fuck, so take it away, Ren. It was so awesome. Um... We, we, I ponied up for the VIP. That that was quite an experience because it was we were basically sort of staked around the lobby basically to come in and, and uh, around there's 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 tons of people there. But we sort of went down one aisle and went up on stage and and did the photo you know photo op with her, and she's so sweet, and she's so thin. She's so tall and so thin. It's just like amazing. She was uh, snarky, but a kind snarky. You know, because she, she asked me, is, is, have I started drinking yet? I'm like, well, no, not yet. I'm waiting to meet you first. She says, so what are you going to be drinking? I'm like, wine. She's like, I do do that too. It's <laughs> fun. Yeah, and my, my kid was was with me. And when, when um, Bianca posed with the kid, you know, Bianca, at, at, you know, my, my daughter likes to wear headphones because she has, you know, the, the music helps calm her anxiety issues. And so she had her headphones around her neck. And so Bianca was like, oh, so you have those headphones so you, you don't have to listen to me. And, she, and the kid was like, uh, well, no, not it's just, for, you know, until I, you start performing, you know, I was like, okay, that's it, okay. And she's just so sweet with everyone. And it was just, it was so delightful, I think. And, you know, and when the performance actually started going, it was great because, you know, it was so politically incorrect. It was, and it was just so refreshing because there there is, you know, so much of a um, tendency to 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 be, be to be censor, self censoring in these days, and Bianca was like, "Yeah, screw that. We're just gonna say, you know, we're gonna, I'm an equal opportunity hater. I'm just gonna insult everyone." And you know, it's just it was laugh upon laugh upon laugh. You know, I nearly went home because I was laughing so hard, and it was just you know, it was it was a great show. She did about an hour worth of of um, stand up, and then she did a half hour of, of questions. You know, and and so she you know. Yeah, had lights up at Annie. Whoever questions she person's questions she was reading, she would um you know have them stand up and she would of course abuse them, you know, for asking the questions. And it was just great, you know, it was a really good time. And you know, and I had, and I was so glad I I was able to do that. I follow Bianca on social media, and I think on her Instagram, she actually in her part of her story, she had video from I think I want to say it was the Minneapolis show or the Michigan show. It was like the one right before the show you saw, and oh, yeah. it was just her backstage at the meet and greet, and she was so lovely with her fans. It's like if you didn't know she was an inc- insult comedian, you didn't know like what her shtick was as a performer, you would think she was just like the sweetest, nicest, warmest, cuddliest like queen that ever did live. And I was really impressed by the way she was dealing with her fans because she was like really really caring and and, and and interested in people so that was cool yeah no, so, so she, she totally respects her fans but she also lets her fans know you know this is what I do for my act and if you can't deal with it that's just too bad you know and, and you know you have, you have to respect that yeah I, I, like I said I'm horribly jealous but being in New York it's kind of hard because her show is sold out in like literally like three minutes well, or something. yeah yeah you know I, I think she's great so it sounds like you had a really good time no, it was, it was, it was, it was, we had both, we had both of us enjoyed ourselves immensely. So it was, it was great. So that's, um, what, four queens we've met so far? Yeah. That's You've four, met. I've met four queens so far. Yeah. Yeah. Plus we saw Ben, uh, Bendela and I'm, you know, now sorry that we didn't do the meet and greet. Yeah. We so. really, we really should have. I don't know why, I don't know why we taught ourselves out of it. That was like real bad. <laughs> Yeah, because she was just awesome on stage, and I, I saw she might be coming back to New York, but I... Oh, she is, she, she is coming back to New York, yeah, so yeah, you have to look at that. We have to see what that is, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw May, so we'll see what we can do about that, because yeah. she's just... She's terminally delightful. So, she is. Um, 
And speaking of Della, we should probably talk about this week's episode. Oh, um, yes, yes, indeed. Lots to say. Um, it started off with the sort of a continuation of where it ended last week with the Handmaid's Tale and the ru- reveal of the Revenge. And we were correct about who the three uh, handmaids were on stage because it was uh, Morgan, it was Aja, and it was Chi-Chi. Um, and then, of course, later they brought on milk and they brought on um, 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 Thorgy. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell was that about? I mean, that was... I, I heard somebody make a joke that actually World of Wonder was being really cheap and only wanted to rent five Handmaid's Tale outfits. And actually, <laughs> if you think about it, it's not all that like out of the realm of possibility because... Thorgy and Milk are the ones who are comparable in size to Chad and Alaska. Oh, yeah. And you never see all seven of them together. You only see five of them at most. So. You're right, because they, oh, they cut goodness. over to the, wait, 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 where are we? Yeah, they brought it. That's that's like, oh my God, that's like having five Daleks, you know, to your name for a production or, you know, the the scene in Help with all the uh, Bahamian police officers. So it's keep mm-hmm. rotating. Oh my gosh, that, that, that I can totally see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. All I can say is as a concept, it was really lame. I mean, I don't watch <sighs> Handmaid's Tale. I have read the book. I mean, but it's like, I, I kept waiting for there to be a reason for that. And all it seemed to me is that Rue was, or World of Wonder, somebody was just jumping on the popularity of something that was a little subversive and it I mean, never went yeah, anywhere. Exactly. So, oh my God, this is a gold thing and, and it's popular. So we have, we have to, to reference it and, and it, it didn't work really. It didn't work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I felt like it was just like trying to tap into pop culture randomly. And I joked yesterday and it's true. It's just like, what's next for next year? All stars for Wakanda forever. Um, you know, it's just like, I, I, it's just like this random thing, and why? Just why? Yeah. No, I mean, like Handmaid's Tale. I mean, doesn't strike me as particular, you know, queer culture. It's you know. Oh no no no! It, 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 it's 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 totally you know it it it's certainly heterosexual because you know it's all all, all breeders. Yeah. Yeah, it's all biological women because that's yeah. the whole point of breeding. Right, and then there's no re- there's no reference whatsoever in those books to any to anyone who isn't heterosexual. Yeah, I mean, they, they have introduced that into the, the show, but that that's not from the original story at all. Okay. But, yeah, I, and I mean, obviously, because, you know, they're all, you know, it they're not particularly fabulous looking because they're always wearing the same goddamn, you know, robes, you know, right. with the little bonnets and everything. So, yeah, it really does seem like a whole, look how relevant we are. Oh my god, pop culture references were so cool, we're so happy, and it's like, no. Yeah. And I think that's something that's going to bite them in the ass, because like in five years from now, it's going to be so dated, and people are going to be like, what is the point of this whatsoever? Even if Handmaid's Tale is still going on, it just feels like it's going to really smack it right in the middle of 2017, give or take. So, oh, yeah. 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 Well, I feel like even now it's dated, because it's not been on the air for like a year, right? and it's like... Okay, obviously you filmed this last year. Yeah, it was from last summer. So yeah, at that time, yes, absolutely. But now it's like, uh, no. And maybe, uh, maybe next time, you know, the second season of Handmaid's Tales pops up, then maybe it'll seem more relevant if you're watching it late at that, that point. But it really need that reference to it. Yeah, it was a major, major misfire. I don't know whose idea it was, but they really should be taken around the back and smacked 
thoroughly for that one. They, yeah, they definitely need to be slapped upside the head for that. Yeah. Yeah. So all five of our uh, rejected queens came back. No surprise. <laughs> but, yeah. Kel surprise there. Um, and then we went to the workroom where Rue then explained what was going on. Well, no, no. But before that, though, we, we actually had the girls came in after Aja's elimination and... Right, the discussion of who was going to go home. Sorry. Right, and, and you know what I noticed most of all is, is that Shanji had glittery headphones on part of her costume. Yes, And I you didn't, didn't see that. that. You didn't see that in the actual episode. It was only after she took off that, that horrible piece of record off her head that she actually saw the headphones. I'm like, oh, girl, no. And the headphones would have been fine because that was kind of like roller disco culture. Yeah, and it would have been a nice do. touch. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So there was the discussion uh, about track records and who, and obviously both uh, winners last week would have sent Asha home. And I think as that was correct, but that's kind of saying something when both top people are in the same wavelength. And then there was a discussion about track records and who was doing where, and then Kennedy kind of got a be up her butt about discussing. I know that I disagree with her, but I think, you know, she suddenly got very defensive about, well, even though I've been in the bottom more, you know, that shouldn't count. So yeah, well, no, I, I I can see where she's coming from because she's talking about being in the moment. And if you look at how season nine went down, it, it was very much, you know, season nine looked like it was going to go all towards Shea Coulee. And, the, and then Sasha pulled, you know, the, the, the flower, the, the petals out of her head at the last moment. And that was the moment and that what sealed it for her, whereas Shea Coulee was more consistent throughout the season. So I could I could see where Carity is coming from there. Yeah, I don't think I don't remember Sasha being in the bottom at all in season nine, though. I think she was pretty solid all the she, way through. Well, she she was she was safe a lot. Yeah, whereas Kennedy has been in the bottom a couple of times as well as she's won one. Yeah, and been in the middle, so she's been kind of all over the place as compared to Shangela, who was doing really well until she suddenly was in the bottom this past week. I mean, and I, I think it just it comes down to everybody sort of arguing or disagreeing on what their strategy should be. And I think, as Trixie was saying, it is very personal and it was going to get more personal because they were down to the top five. Right. I think that this time around it becomes so hard because basically in every single challenge, except for one of the challenges, one of the spot, the winning spots was taken by Ben. So right, everybody yeah. else is kind of scrambling to be into this number two spot, which is really unclear. Uh, because there's not as uh, as many delineations as there has been in past years where it can be, oh, I have so many wins, yeah. Right, because you, you expect with this, it would be like you know, two different people every week, but it's like Ben and, Ben and, Ben and. So, yeah, it, it, it kind of puts a lot of pressure on everyone else. Yeah, and I, I think I was kind of laughing because Trixie was talking about how much pressure there was. But then he was saying, you know, Trixie was saying, oh, well, my career and Shangela's career, I think it was Shangela, um, yeah. you know, are, are, are the best and therefore we should stay. And it's like, I know Trixie's a fan favorite and I know, you know, Trixie has a career of sorts, but I wouldn't necessarily say that that's the only reason that Trixie, sh Trixie should stay or should win or anything else. I, I think it was Trixie sort of, pumping herself up, you know, to convince herself why she should, she should be there. Not everybody would necessarily agree with that. All right. So there was that. And then um, Rue came in and, and did announce that Emma Button and uh, Adam Lambert were going to be the two judges, which I thought was kind of cool because they're both very LGBT friendly and, you know, definitely in on what was going on this week. Uh, and there was no mini challenge. And then there was the announcement that it was going to be the Kitty Girls, uh, and which they had to create their own look and persona. And then... The rejected queens came back. Oh, oh my gosh. 
And then the murders happen. I can't. (laughs) I cannot. I just, I have lost the ability to can. They spent so much time on this drama and it's like, but I don't not want to see this drama. I want to see them like try to create the works looks in the workroom, and I want to see them try to create the costumes and the characters and stuff. And instead, we have to deal with all this interpersonal stuff, which which should really be an untouched. But of course, there's no untucked, which is why it's here. And it's just like, oh, maybe you guys should have just done untucked this season, you know? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was no. fifteen minutes. Oh. 15 minutes of, of the longest, well, you did this, well, you did that, well, you did this, you did the other thing. And it's like, I, you know, I can see, you know, I get Morgan is confrontational and I got got that Ben is not. So you know, Morgan, you know, said all her stuff and Ben was like, ah, bye. And, and she kind of checked out and felt really attacked. And, but that, you know, that's just kind of how the dynamics of the two personalities are. So I, I mean, I kind of got that. It just like broke down into cat fights and my eyes were glazing over. I was with Ben. I was just like, you know what? I'm not here for this drama either. Yeah. Maybe some people get off on drama and reality shows. But one of the things I really loved about Drag Race in prior seasons was there was some drama, but it wasn't like this kind of bitchy, you know, survivor level bullshit. Mm-hmm. And this was not making me happy. Well, the only, yeah, as I said, but the survival level bullshit in previous seasons happened in Untucked. Right. And not as part of the main show. So being part of the main show is kind of doing a disservice to everything. I mean, honestly, on my rewatch, I skipped this big chunk of, why'd you send me home? You know, blah, blah, blah. Note, note, note. I don't care. You know, because Trixie was also like, oh, I don't want to talk about this again. Oh, you know, but you know what? Trixie set up that shit with the note. So it was like, as much as I didn't want to hear it. Yeah, she should be called out on both parties who, because she set up this shit, this drama to star place in the first she place. She own it. Yeah, she needed to own it and not be like, oh, well, that's almost past. I don't need to talk about it now. Why are you too upset when I set you up for this? So And the whole Thorgy and Shandy thing was like, yeah, okay. They sort of sorted it out. And, but then Milk. Oh, my God, Milk, who's, who's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you thought I was an asshole. But it's actually still an asshole throughout it all. You know, and it's just like, yeah. I was like, are those tears real or are they just crocodile tears? I believe so, yes. I was watching uh, Hey Queen. Um, uh-huh. As well as look at Hong, and Aja was on, and uh, and they were going through the different queens, and Aja was saying that one thing that people don't know about Milk, Milk is a huge crybaby. Milk will cry over his spilt self. I got the feeling it was real, even though people were like saying, "Oh, crocodile tears," and not that I want to come to Milk's defense, but I know like off screen, Milk is an asshole. Milk is definitely an asshole, especially this season. But Milk. Outside of this, aside from doing his modeling stuff, etc., um, he's very much an activist. He's very involved with um, uh, LGBT activism and trying to protect Chechnya and, and Russian and Ukrainian LGBT youth who are being dragged off and whatever. And she stages protests in New York City. I know she's very involved with Every Town, which is now a big like anti-gun thing. I think Milk, when the camera is not on Milk, is a much better person. But when it comes to being on screen, she's clueless and obviously like so full of herself it's ridiculous so yeah i I, it just was driving me crazy it was like just stop you know and and also maybe you need to like assess yourself and not people shouldn't have to always tell you you're an asshole maybe you can figure it out for yourself on occasion yeah but that's dependent on being able to judge other people's reactions and i don't think milk is quite up to that level yeah yeah and then we had also the the shit between aja and bb and well you know I, I kind of get, I, I kind of agree with Aja in this because, you know, every other season, you know, Queens will point out, say, okay, I did this, but I had help from, from X. 
and, and you know, Bibi was, was pulling a Tatiana going, thank you. And it's just like. And also, Michelle's exact question was, did you make that yourself? I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It was, did you make that yourself? So it's not even that it was like, your outfit's beautiful. And then she's supposed to say, oh, Aja, help me on it. Michelle's question was, did you make that yourself? And then I was like, well, I had some help from Aja. That's why Aja right. was pissed off. I agree with Aja. Yeah, I do too. And also, you know, even if it was just, well, I made three quarters of this, but Aja did this part or Aja helped me with that part. That would have been generous. I, I don't know if Bibi is just an asshole or whether it's a cultural thing. I, I don't know. It was just like, didn't sit well with me either. I also don't think it would have saved Aja to have given Aja credit. Well, I say I don't think Aja was expected to be saved. I think she's just expected to get the credit for what she did. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah, so we went through all this drama for way too long. Yeah, and too long. Oh my god! Before we finally got to them working on their personas and working on their lyrics, etc. And I, I mean, Chi Chi was right about something. She said that the revenge was just going to be personal, and if if their team won, whoever you know got clocked as the, the number one person was going to send whoever sent her home. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, it was really dumb. I mean, there have been other people when one person or some people have been brought back, but the decision as who's going to stay is much more you know, subjective, or objective, excuse me. Yeah. In this case, it was just like stupid and personal. And it was just like Rue setting up more drama for no apparent reason. And also with everything going on, is this like Rue's, you know, group therapy drag race or what? It was just, it was too much with everything. I love Chi-Chi in this episode just because oh, Chi-Chi was just there to have fun. She was there speaking the truth because, you know, she knew that, that she needed more. She needed, and, you know, she was done with that. She was happy to you know, get the money for the next episode. And she otherwise it's just like, you know, okay, this is how it is. And this is how I see it. And whatever happens, happens. But, you know, these, these girls are, 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 are not, not thinking right, you know? Yeah, and I think she said it best. She didn't want to be the Roxy Andrews of the season, and she didn't want to be there just because somebody felt sorry for her or thought they should drag her along. And I, I give her, like, a hell of a lot of respect for being honest and saying, yeah, it's okay, it's not my time, and that's good. And I'm being so self-aware that it's not her time, too. One thing I did like about this, Kennedy wearing the Snatch Game Little oh, Richard yeah. shirt. And also Thorgy was wearing a Naomi Smalls shirt. Which I thought was really cute. It's a picture of Naomi's legs and it says Naomi Smalls on it. And the little, the little Richard shirt, I was believe, was probably a fan piece of fan art. But that's really cool that, you know, they're, they're supporting their fans and stuff, too. Um, and speaking of Thorgy, I just felt like Thorgy was still not self-aware enough to, you know, about everything there. And again, not to dredge it up, but... Well, Thorgy was really whiny about the whole thing. He's like, why can't they just shut up the whole time? But I want to bitch. I want to bitch, and I want to have my five minutes to complain and talk about how I shouldn't have been sent home. Yeah, but everyone else should should just you know like zip their lips. And it's like no. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, my interest in Thorgy has gone down like way way much because of this year. Yeah, it does. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I don't hate her, but I'm just like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not really that. All right, maybe not as cool as I thought you were. All right. Yeah, I'm interested in Thorgy as a performer, but not yeah. on Drag Race. There's actually a lot of these people that I'm not interested in being. All-Stars 3 is... A hot mess. You know, yes. and, and you have to ask how many queens will want to be on All-Stars 4 once they see what this hot mess is. Because, you know, it's only going to get right. worse. 
Yeah, so we, we got to the workroom and, and they started to talk about their, their personas, etc. And Shanshi wanted to be Sparkle Kitty, which was cute. And Kennedy picked Diva Kitty, which makes sense. And BB was going to be Jungle Kitty. Well, isn't that typical? Girl, you've d- how many times have you done that look? Exactly. It's just like, me, like, BB does not step out of her comfort zone and nobody ever calls her on it. She's exotic. That's, that's it. That's all BB has going for her. And I'm so fucking fucking bored oh i am no i i mean it was bored yeah i am too season one with that because it's like you know, the only reason she won is just because she was consistent and, and, and everybody else wasn't bb right. has like three look she has diana yeah. ross she ha- has jungle kitty and she has a combo of the two you know that's it yeah just like exotic african mama which is you know she's beautiful she's you know very you know, she's very personal, whatever, but I'm just, like, bored because it's very, very one note. She, she's beautiful, she, she's serene, and that's it. I think it wouldn't bug me so much if the judges weren't so far up her ass. Oh, my God, they, they, they are, they are right, so yeah. up her ass. It isn't funny. I don't think they've been farther up anyone else's ass, even, like, you know, Roxy Andrews' ass, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I feel like if she had been any other contestant, they would have been, like, totally, like, especially Michelle, like, you know, step mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone. I've seen this look before. I've seen this performance before. Do something different. And nobody is calling her on it. It's driving me crazy because it's like, all right, already, enough. You know, do something different. And Ben was so not in a good headspace. I was actually, like, oh. worried. I, w- I, w- I was feeling for him because he, he was very much like, like, oh my god, this is sucky, I'm so depressed and, and I'm just going to be depressed and, and do a depressed character because everything sucks. I was just like, oh no, Ben, please. Yeah, and I know that um, Ben has talked about in other places that Ben, you know, has a history or, or there was depression in his past and I have a really strong suspicion, I mean not that it's untrue of other queens, but I really get the feeling that Ben was bullied at one point because you can just, you know, it's like you can kind of, you know, like, picks up like and it's just, I, I know what that's like to shut down because you just, there's there's too much shit going around and you're just like, yeah. okay, I can't deal with any of this anymore and who cares? The world is just yeah. like shitty and I don't want to deal and my heart was going out to him because it just it sucked and considering how vivacious and how smart and bubbly he is often this really hurt to see that anybody was in that kind of like depressive state yes yeah because yeah, he, he's usually so chipper and so positive to see him brought down like this was, was really painful although I will have to say that that yeah. probably all the queens have been bullied in some form just because of the nature of right that's what I'm saying I'm sure they all have I mean you know they've a lot of them have talked about it but it just it kind of like it it twigged something in me of like, oh my God, I, I've been there and I hate this. Yeah, no, I, I was feeling very much like, oh my God, I'm back in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I feel like Ben has talked about that the the whole uh, Dela personality, the being terminally delightful is, you know, part of like this defensiveness because of this depression that Ben has suffered. And I, I mean, I've definitely recognized what Ben is like throughout this entire competition what Ben has been doing as a form of depression because I mean often you have depression that manifests as I don't want to do anything but you can also have hyper focus and I think that's what's been going on with Ben where Ben is just trying to you know tunnel vision I can't focus on anything except trying to get this done except that all is also feeding it because part of the depression is coming from being in this pressure cooker again that Ben didn't want to come back to 
And it's even worse this time because you have to make these decisions. So Ben's hyper-focusing on winning, then Ben wins, and then Ben is forced to make a decision that Ben doesn't want to have to make, and it, the whole cycle yeah. just starts over again. You know, we're, we'll talk about other stuff too, but there were some spoilers about this, or this season in general, and particularly this episode, though, wasn't sure what was going on. And Willem apparently talked somewhere, I don't know if it was an interview or a live performance, where supposedly somebody hit rock bottom and they actually had to bring in a professional, I don't know, counselor, therapist, something to talk to one of the queens to kind of talk them through this. And I have a very strong feeling it, it was probably Dela because it, it just, you know, you can see I, editing was fair to Ben on this one, but you can sort of see there were times where there, the, it, I felt like he was going to crack. And it, it, like I said, it hurt to watch. He wasn't, a, he was not a happy camp in this episode. Not at all. And then just as an aside, because we cut to commercial and it was a season 10 promo. And I have to say there was a hell of a lot of energy in the season 10 promo, which makes me happy. And I'm trying to get past the, well, this, this particular season is a shit show. Maybe season 10 will be more cheery and more fun. So we'll see. I'm hoping that season 10, has less of the drama within the episode itself because then it's now untouched so they can promote, push a lot of that emotional stuff, especially with the deliberation of who goes home or who might go home or whatever. You can push that off to the side and so we can see more of oh, the creative stuff that goes on with the competition, you know, the costume building, the character building, the rehearsal stuff, which is which is something that we've only seen little bits of. Yeah, you know, we, we, we've hardly ever seen Rue right. in the workroom questioning people about what they're choosing. This season, well, which is what you want to see, which is one of my favorite parts of, of Drag Race as a whole. Um, I have a question. What was the first season to air on VH1? Season 9, Is that yeah. season 9? Yeah, season 9. Okay. Well, because I know that there are some people wondering if it maybe it was the move to VH1 that has uh, changed oh. the tone of the show. I don't know because I've only been watching it recently. So, you know, I have a big blur right. of Drag Race. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I've se- I've seen that question too because like i said this feels more like the kind of survivor you know hardcore reality show stuff that i personally hate that i guess some people love in terms of oh the drama of this and oh the drama of that and i think it sucks i would rather see like creativity and you know positivity and it doesn't always have to be everybody standing around kumbaya it doesn't have to be best friends race but you want to see the create you want to see the creativity the costuming and the character creation and and the preparation for the performance that it we've really not seen very much of it all in All Stars 3. And then um, speaking of that, when we came back from commercial, they were actually working with Adam Lambert in the uh, in the recording studio. He's such a cutie. Oh, he is. It's, it's you know, he um, one of my favorite gossip columnists always referred to him as Glamberachi or Glambert. And so I, that still is always in my head, but he's, he's adorable. And I love the fact that he's just like unapologetically glam, you know, as in glam rock. And that rocks, so... Yeah, and he's so he's so positive with with all the the queens he, he was working with. You know, he's just like, okay, let's see what you can do. He, maybe you can do this better. He was never, you know, he was not a bullying you know, producer at all, and that was just like really fun, right? Though I always hate watching these record things that they're always so painful. I think they parked perhaps choose the most painful moment just to make it more drama except for asha i i made a note that asha oh was my like God, amazing. asha, asha was like, great she's like one of the few you know people on the show who actually when they've done rap can actually rap and like not just the same like 
tempo, etc. Asha just like blew me away as a rapper. So that was like very nice to see. But Milk's rap in the season six was so memorable. It was the because most memorable. Oh my so god, badly. no, no, honey. I think they, <laughs> I think they even yeah, you know, it just sucked and blowed. But you know, it's still she's so delusional in some places. But but she also took direction. Yeah, I had a laugh at that too. With Adam, it was very much like you know she listened to his his comments and adjusted. I mean, everybody in that group, you know, listened, you know, that they showed listened, you know, to instructions and adjusted really really well. Which is like, yeah, what did you can say about the uh, top five group? Right in the top five group. I mean, first of all, BB, I was just like. She, I mean, there was a little bit of French thrown in there, but mostly it was just noises. And wow, isn't that nice? Noises, noise. It was noises and random French, and it was like, okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, if you talk about not doing the challenge as presented, right? But 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 Adam was 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 wetting himself over. It. He thought it was so wacky and cool. And I think I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. I was just like, same day, it's baby, same yeah. baby. No. I feel like BB must be so electric in person. Like, I mean, it actually kind of reminds me of in season six when Rue kept on saying for a door, like a door kept on like like getting bad scores and it's like she has an it factor and it factor. I was like, well, this must be what's going on with BB. BB must have like some sort of it factor that just the judges just like respond to that doesn't translate. But but it doesn't translate to um television. Yeah. Which I would say is true about Adore too. I, I mean I like Adore. I think Adore's a very nice person, but I never got like the whole like point of Adore as being this phenomenal like superstar should have been in top three, whatever. And yeah, the same thing with B. Maybe she is like that electric in person. I, I don't know, but it wasn't grabbing me. Um, I like the fact that because Trixie didn't rap, Trixie sang because yeah. that's Trixie's thing. And I mean, she she did really well. Yeah, I, I just got the feeling like Adam didn't quite get nerdiness. I mean, he just seemed to that was a little bit of a miss on his part. And then Ben, of course, as we were saying, you know, showing stuff for drama. I thought you know Della was just going to completely crash and burn due to depression yeah. and ineptitude because her heart wasn't in it it was just yeah. like bah, bah, bah. yeah i'm being like you know angry angry punk goth which is of course like near and dear to my heart and i was like what is this you're just kind of like getting your way through it but even though she wasn't feeling it she did keep trying which you have to you know give points for she did yeah and the lyrics were really good if you actually listen to what she was saying oh, i thought yeah. they were really well written but it just like the performance at least as shown on screen at the time was not really that magical and it was just like you know again the depression was kind of like coming through and everything she was doing i think what happened was ben needed to shake being ben de la creme yeah because she was doing the the nasal thing that she always does that usually works really well when she's doing like the the campy milf types but it doesn't really work if you're doing a goth. It did make me happy that everybody seemed to be that worried about Dela, although a lot of it came off as, well, if, you know, she brings us down, then we're going to lose. And it was like, I'm hoping that was just like editing and not a lot of, you know, and more dramatic tension as to what was going to happen. On to day two? Yes, on to day two. And uh, there was more drama in the world. Oh my God, stop with the drama. I can't. Oh my God, drama llamas. All right. Yeah. You know, I, it's great. Yeah, okay, fine. Ben and Morgan made up. Excellent. That's fine, you know. Milk, but I, I have to wonder when Milk's approaching Kennedy happened in re- in real life in relation to 
Ben making up with Morgan because the way it was edited, it looked like, oh, Milk saw Ben doing this with Morgan, so, oh, I better do that too to make me look like a human being. And it's like, oh, I hope that wasn't the real case. Yeah, I don't think it was because I think everybody was just like carrying so much baggage that it was probably happening concurrently, but it was just like, I, I, I'm not here for this drama. Can't we like move on to actual performances? Yeah. Stuff, so. But is again, again, I maybe also wish that there was still on top because like that should have been on top. It should have been definitely. So we had all these resolutions, and as I said, we finally got past RuPaul's group therapy race, and everybody was kumbayaing, sort of, kind of, maybe, yeah, yeah, and and it was more positive, which like thank goodness for that. Um, we finally got to the fucking performances. Yeah. So so first we had the the rejected girls. Um, and I didn't write down the name of what they called themselves they were all the kitty girls they're all the kitty girls but there's just different uh songs right also rands were the uh sitting on a secret song and yeah i really thought this was the better performance i really did just because everybody had more much more energy and they just seemed to be more into it and you know it's like i was really kind of surprised that they didn't win yeah i, I well i think in their case they were all really i mean they all were hungry to wanting to stay i i think both groups had like uh good things and bad things and it kind of depends on what they were looking for probably my biggest problem with the returning girls is they felt a little more homogenized to me i did not get as many personalities as i did with the the top five girls and i think they were really trying to do that because they were really kind of going for that spice girls like everybody's got this very distinct who they are but but, but spice girls doesn't say that to me so much and that that, that they have like you know really really they're they're all individuals but they're also like a homogenous unit you know it's like you know five parts make a whole yeah, but the whole point of both the girl groups and the boy groups is always that you have, like, your little slots that everybody falls into on purpose. So you've got the cute one, you've got the spicy one, you've got the athletic one, you've got the sensitive one, you know. And it, and I didn't quite get that. Like, I, I put down that I thought Thorgy's, like, cardio kitty was boring. I mean, I guess she was into aerobics, but mm-hmm. I didn't really get a sense of what that was supposed to be. And Chi-Chi was Chi-Chi, you know, and she was basic again. And Well, but, but no, I, I thought that Chi-Chi was actually doing pretty, pretty good kind of uh, channeling Whitney Houston there in her look. I thought Chi-Chi, I, I actually did make a note about Chi-Chi. I thought Chi-Chi did good, but it was very clear to me that Chi-Chi was just trying to have fun. Chi-Chi was not reaching for anything. It was a good performance, but it wasn't a, she obviously wasn't hungry for it. Uh, Aja did the best out of them. I thought Morgan was awesome too. I, I made a note because I thought she, I thought Morgan, I mean, it's Morgan's personality, but I thought she really shone through also. In terms of what she, who and what she was trying to do. She was Bimbo Kitty, so. I, I, part of me was a little offended that she was trying to piggyback on Tatiana so much. Okay. I, I, I like the reference, but. I also think that just, you know, Morgan was good, but Aja, Aja was just like a brilliant. I thought she did the best performance, period. No, I agree. I'm just saying that I, I'm just giving a, a hat tip to Morgan also. Because mm-hmm. I because the other three were okay, but I really thought, like, I was like, okay, is it either going to be Aja or Morgan coming back? You have to give points to Milk for actually managing to rap properly this time. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I didn't quite dig her look. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was bad, but it was just kind of... It was a, it was a Milk look. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Milk was being Milk, and that's okay. It's just not necessarily all-star level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought oh, their yeah. overall performance was better than the others, because I think there was just a little more hunger in what they were doing. Um, and then we had the other group. Uh, we had the, the top five, and 
I thought that that Trixie was amazing. I, I really like Trixie's look. I got the nerdiness. I like the hair. I don't know what Michelle's problem was because I thought it was like, oh, it's like Rainbow Bright's hair only in pink. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I just thought oh, she, she was really cute. I feel like she almost shouldn't have said like she's a mathlete who's also a nympho. She should have been a ma- a bimbo mathlete because that's right. what she was yeah. going. I for. mean, mathlete tried hard to to impress the boys as opposed to a bimbo. But I thought she was great. I thought that. Uh, it- Kennedy was okay. There was that, that wig was just like that hair. What the hell? That hair. Is, yeah, I agree. I agree with Carson. It was you know like you know New, New Jersey real estate agent. You know, I fucking hated what Kennedy did. Like, I mean, Kennedy was you know you know throwing herself around and doing what Kennedy usually does, which is good because they need performances like that. But that hair was fucking wrecked. Like it was awful, and it was another bodysuit yeah. and boots. Yes, I put that down too. And nobody clocked her on that. And they should have because that's, we've been hearing that since episode one about how bodysuit and boots, they don't want to see anymore. And there she does coming out in the same damn thing. And nobody said anything. Yeah. And there was nothing diva about what she was doing. And I mean, there was nothing diva about that look. Not at all. And the hair also, I mean, you're playing, you know, somebody who's, who's trying to be a Spice Girl or, you know, whatever. And it was just, it was so basic. It, It was like, not even like, good diva hair diva hair should be big and bold and you know yeah it, it was it's someone you know who who got like you know a, a, a purple hair dye kit here from the grocery store and like okay i'm gonna do this to my hair now yeah it was it, I, if anybody should have gone home i would have said yeah Kennedy i should have gone. with that yes, yes um, absolutely um and then um well i just have like goth kitty with more hearts than and i can count yeah but i i love i love ben's makeup because it's like like, like michelle said it was goth but it's also 1920s goth which which fit which really fits in, in into uh, Dela's um aesthetic. So I thought it was really really clever and, and different, and it was, I really loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am a goth girl. I am you know, I am an angry goth girl. I am an angry punk goth girl. Whatever. Um, that just everything about it screamed like that's me. Only not because I'm not a drag queen. Um, and and, and the hair, the makeup, the costume. There was nothing that was like I couldn't think of anything flawed at all and on top of that she nailed the lipstick yeah. and and the wrap yeah it was really nice because it was something that was really different for ben because yeah i mean you wouldn't expect terminally delightful ben de la creme to be like i'm gonna be a goth who's like all angry and you know sullen and stuff and i think like she worked it really well so right and she turned into basically rapping wednesday adams and you know hello i love you even more than i did but it also shows versatility which like always blows me away when somebody pulls something out I and mean, that's the problem with kennedy i think kennedy is very one note also you know it's not you sort of like we could have all predicted what she was going to do this was not anything anybody expected i think bendela to do and again like major props yeah. to her i think that one thing that this group did is that they were able to position people very well because putting shanji right after ben and like with the sparkles like right away and it's like that's a really good transition yeah in terms of theatricality it worked really well and i love Shan- what shanji was doing too because it was very shanji but it also was a nice like girl group vibe and and the sparkles were like an you know the glitter wasn't like an extra special touch so i'm trying to think did we forget anybody because uh um, bb bb oh yeah uh yeah um okay yeah what yeah Uh, really (laughs) i don't know what she was saying i don't even know what she was doing like with her the question is does she even know what she was doing i don't think so yeah i was like again random french some of which i got and then just you know nice little sounds like ricky ticky Ticky, 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 ticky,
<laughs> where, where? I want my mongoose. Yeah, I just, I mean, if anybody had done this out of nowhere, it would have been really great. But this is like BB shtick again. So it's just no yes, move I on. Seen thanks, this. Thank whatever. you. So I think both groups were phenomenal. There was nobody that was like so horrible or so awful that you're just like, oh, girl. You yeah. know, uh, no. But then we get the top five one, which, I mean, I put down big shock because I've got the feeling like as much as we wanted drama, if the other group had one, then there would have been a lot more of people being sent home. And Yeah, yeah. But I, I would like to have heard judges' critiques on, on the uh, returning girls. Yeah, I think that would have been better, too, because we really didn't. We only got it on the, the top five. Yeah, it's it's pretty much okay. Yeah, you know, everybody. Yeah, okay. Top five one. Everybody else go to the back of the stage. Shut up. I don't like this return as much as I like the one in All Stars Two, where you had the returning queens having to pair up with somebody who was already there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just seemed to work so much better in the 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 flow of it. Yeah, like I, it's like I really feel like they set this up just for the drama, Agreed. and it didn't work. It just fell flat, and that's what the whole thing has been. So. Very disappointing. Um, so then the judges' critiques. Um, I thought Trixie was great. She really surprised me and how good she was in this. And I totally disagreed with Michelle. No, the hair was fine, but uh, I kind of agree with Adam though about you know her attitude because she she came off as very much like okay, fine, whatever, and and didn't seem to want to. She didn't give the impression she wanted to cooperate, even though she was cooperating. And so I could I could see with that why he said that. At least with the clip that they used for editing they were trying to imply that Trixie is completely unaware yeah. of this and, and I mean like it could just be like Trixie's you know sense of humor where she does have this very dry sense of humor and she does not realize that she's coming off as a standoff she's like cat basically <laughs> she's like I really love you but I'm instead I'm just gonna yeah. plot you but I also so. think that she would have had a strong reaction yeah. On the main stage, when when Adam said that, if if you know if she had you know not been you know paying attention to what was going on, yeah, I think if she generally was, she honestly was being standoffish. There would have been a different reaction because and and she wasn't. I think she was generally surprised to hear that that's how she came off. So, and the judges like us were not impressed by Kennedy. Um, although nobody said anything about the bodysuit and boots, and I made a note too. It's like, yeah, Jerry, you know. Jerry Hollowell did actually wear those on occasion. She also wore other things. Oh. So Yeah, the hair. Um, Kennedy needs to mix it up. And the thing is, we know that Kennedy can do things. Like, you know, in The Bichler, she, she oh, yeah. blew everybody's mind. So she can do that stuff. So I don't know why she just safe. went back to, you know, yeah. square she went one back on to that. Safe. And there wasn't really... Yeah, and there wasn't anything really diva-ish. It's like, and having done, you know, the divas live, she knows how to be, you know, to be the star. And she wasn't. So. Perhaps Kennedy thinks she's just a diva automatically, too. It's very possible, but it it doesn't come across in the way it should. Yeah, I mean, I think BB, like it or not, is more of a diva, or at least can project that when needed. Oh, yeah, no, no, no BB can, totally so. projects diva all the time. Um, and then, of course, Goth Kitty, you know, everybody agreed. Dela was perfect again. Recycle Kitty. Yeah, which was even more awesome, although, oh, oh no, no more Julie <laughs> No more Julie <laughs> Julie Andrews. Oh, uh, so yeah, and and everybody was impressed. Um, Shanji, you know, I, I liked Shanji's um, interaction with uh, Emma Button. It was. I thought that was adorable, and I I would be very happy to see Shanji taking Posh Spice's place. Well, because Posh, yeah, Posh doesn't want to do it anymore. So yeah, put put Shanji's spice in. Absolutely. 
Yeah, she she has dropped yeah. out. So yes, let's let's have Shangela. Plus, Shangela has way way more personality than Victoria ever did. <laughs> oh oh oh! What a good wife. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know, it's like yeah, she's pretty and she can stand there and she's got a hot husband, but yes. So what would Shangie be? Tucked spice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, no, she was great. And then BB, I just have, again, nobody said a word, but I thought me BB was very blonde. But why why are the judges so thirsty for her? I don't I can't even. I don't know. And I mean, like, wasn't this like outfit basically the same as the one that she wore in season yes. one that everybody yes, was going all basically, yes. I think so, yeah. And I didn't get scary spice from her either, because, you know, scary was always had like a much more it was more humorous, I think, you know, and the stuff she was doing on stage. I, I, I just, I mean, I got, I kind of got our inarticulate spice out of BB, you know. I would have gone with Ben and Trixie, or Ben and yeah. or Shangie. Yeah, I, I think Trixie. Uh, to me, Trixie like nailed. I love Shangela. I just think Trixie nailed it a little bit more because yeah. she was like quirkier. But yeah, I, I, I either or because I, I don't know why BB was once again in the the top two. There was no reason for it. Yeah, I, I was I was just like, what? Mm-hmm. No, wait, no. Why wasn't the lip sync a Spice Girl song? But that's like, I, I don't... I know, I know! Like, I don't even hello. know what that song was. I, I'm being ignorant because I don't know who the performer was. I've never heard it before. It was just like, what, you couldn't get the rights to, like, you know, spice it up or something? I don't know. Or even even an Emma Burton solo song or, or you know, kind of low. You know, it's like, yeah. This song that I, I've never heard. And also, okay, I so thought it was not a very good lip sync song, in my opinion. Yeah. Deliberation. Right, let's yeah, do so deliberation. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's touch on the deliberations shortly, because it was more of the same drama crap that we've been hearing all freaking season. I'm like, I'm so done with this. Yeah, um, I made a note that poor Ben was, like, faltering yet again. You could see she just... Oh, my God. Ben, could, ben couldn't speak. She was like, I'm so stressed I can't find words. I was like, oh... That was my kind of my early clue to the new direction, really, because I think you know at that point, yeah, I realized okay, yeah, you can yeah, see Ben shutting enough. down. Yeah, and again, my heart hurt because yeah. it's just like you know, oh honey, you are just like so fabulous, and I and I get it because I that this was like I was saying to my my mom, we were talking about stuff because I was explaining the the show last night, and it's like one of the like I am not somebody who's confrontational. I am not good with competition. I could never ever go on a competition show because to be put under that kind of pressure, whatever, I would have melted in like the first hour, and they would have had to cart me out in a straitjacket. So the fact. That that any of them, I mean, some people are hungrier for it. So like somebody like Alaska, you know, some people like really are fighters and they live for, you know, competition and they live for this stuff. That is so not me. So I, I can empathize. And I put down that like Ben is like the opposite of Alaska. Of course, you know, last year was having meltdowns because if I don't win, the world is going to come to an end. And, you know, poor Dale was just like, I, uh, I, I can't, I don't have any like plan. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And, and I really don't, I'm not here for this drama. This is all drama and I need to be gone. So um, they were talking about the, uh, one thing I did note is that uh, Asha was right about BB's wig stunt also. If we're going to like be dragging like BB here. Oh, yeah. was, like, there was no rose petals. There was nothing, no drama or no theatrical, the, theatricality for removing that wig where usually there is and it didn't work. It didn't do anything for me either. Well, the only theatricality in that was that this is the first time We've actually seen BB's head without anything on it. She's because if she's not wearing a wig, she's wearing a hat, she's wearing a scarf or a wig and a scarf, and it's just like, oh, that's what your hair looks like. Okay, cool. 
I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole uh, baby as a mole thing, but like her pulling that wig off, it made me think, did uh, Dayla win the lip sync or did BB lose the lip sync? Good question. I would like to, my, my impression of the performances was that BB was, was just being very kind of like subtle and Diana Ross about where as Ben what was emoting, but working very hard not to be camp emoting. And so I could see where, where Ben would have been because of that. But also, really, just the wig thing yeah, was enough to kind of kill Bibi, too. So it could go out anyway. Yeah, I think Dayla slayed it. And I, I don't want to think, well, she only won it because Bibi threw it. Because I think Dayla would have won against anybody at that point. I mean, that was, like, such an amazing performance. That was, like, I think the best lip sync I've ever seen Dayla do, including seeing her live on stage. So... I I didn't think yeah either yeah. of the lip syncs were particular. I mean, maybe it was just that I really don't care for that song. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a shitty song to have to lip sync for anybody, but I think just performance wise, that was like a really good performance on Dale's part. So, so yeah, more deliberations, and I actually somehow lost more notes on that because I think I just my eyes were glazing over at that point. Well, you know, I, I have to you have to give props to Chi Chi because Chi Chi is very much like okay, yeah, I'm not done yet. I'm not done cooking yet. It's okay if I go. And, and and Trixie was very much like, you know, I did my best. Whatever happens, happens. I'm cool with it. And so, you know, they they, you know, they both have very much a lot of self-awareness. Which is, which well, is I feel like at this point, when you get into the, your top five and everything, it's just going to come down to a gut feeling. Like, everybody's there is going to be there for a really good reason. And unless you, like, severely tank it, then you're supposed to be there and it's it's just going to come down to just how somebody is feeling and it doesn't matter what the scores are or anything it's just going to be this is how i'm going to vote and i don't know i'm just i'm so fucking over it at this point yeah and the returning girls i mean everybody had a reason other than chi chi who was right about it for wanting to come back whether they should or not you know they all were hungry for it and they they want to be part of things i mean i do agree with something that kennedy said early on about how it's really not fair to bring somebody back who you know got kicked off in the first week while they've been busting their asses for the last six weeks but unfortunately that's the rules of the challenge and it's not the first time you know people have come back under those circumstances yeah, and really, and I can understand Kennedy being upset about that. But also, if you if you look at it historically, you know the the, the queens who have come back last one week usually one time they lasted two weeks, but usually it's one week. So it's like you know, chill. They're gonna be gone like, like next episode probably anyway. If they screwed up the first time, that means that you know they were chaff, not wheat. So they're gonna screw up again unless some there was some major major fuck up, which there really has not been. So. Of course, one of the things that I dislike about this compared to All Stars Two when they had queens come back is that it really doesn't feel like the returning queen has earned the right to come back. It, yeah, it's it's all um, it's all very random. Yes. Meanwhile, for that one, you had Alyssa and Tatiana come back because they really fucking wanted it, and it was like one of the best lip syncs ever. It's just like the whole, again, the format of this was not, I'm not happy with the way things have been playing out in general. It's like they really were trying, it's like, we need to make this different, but we're going to make it still the same, but we'll just change it, we'll just change it enough to make it confusing. 
and put more pressure on the queens who are, you know, competing by, you know, making it all, putting everything on their shoulders. And I mean, I, you know, at this point it would, I would be happier if it was just like, basically we're going to draw lots and whoever goes home goes home because I'm just going to put my hand in a bag and pull out a name. That would be fairer at this point than, than the pressure that's Which I actually feel like somebody's going to do eventually. Yeah. It's like, I'm closing my eyes. Well, there's, there's only two, yeah, there's so many two more episodes, so who knows what the hell is going to happen. And so there were a lot of tears, and, you know, there was a lot of questioning and talking, and this is why I should be, and this is why I shouldn't be, and, you know, BB was also getting stressed out, and not to the level that Dela was, but you could see that BB wasn't happy, like, having to make these decisions. And what really sucked is usually when you have somebody who's coming back, it's also not, like, they're replacing somebody who's already there. Um, which was like the double whammy right. which sucked even more because you're punishing somebody for no reason other than, oh, well, we need a spot for a returning queen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go away. Yeah. So then we got to the decision. Um, and that was, all I can say is I was in tears. <laughs> I was crying. Well, I mean, I, I totally get what my Ben brought Morgan back. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's fine. I mean, I think Aja deserved it more, but I understand why, you know, I, I can get why, why Ben brought Morgan. So, it can't fault her. It, it felt like Ben was, you know, making amends, as it were. Yeah, apologizing, yeah. And I mean, not just that, Aja had a pretty good chance to show off what Aja can do. And also, kind of, um, Aja is such a recent competitor that Aja is like in like the current drag race zeitgeist where people know who Aja is. Meanwhile, Morgan, yeah. while a very popular queen, hasn't been on the show since what season season two. two? Yeah, yeah, so it's been a minute, and to come back and only be on for one episode. Granted, she's probably only going to be on for two episodes, or three episodes, you know, with the return, uh, but... Right. Yeah, that, I think that's what Ben wanted, just wanted to give Morgan more of a chance to show off her drag. And so I can understand that, but I do think that, if anything, if I had been in Ben's place, I would have said Kennedy should go and bring back Aja. That's, I would definitely have said Kennedy had to go. I don't know who I would have brought back. I mean, other than Chi-Chi, because Chi-Chi literally said, I don't want to come back. And it's not even that Chi-Chi did anything wrong. It was just Chi-Chi was, we'd already been through that with Chi-Chi. And Ben knew where Chi-Chi's head was, which is why she got sent home in the first place. Yeah, um, I, it, and I think Thorgy and Milk also were a little problematic just in terms of drama, etc. So, but then Ben made her decision and... Um, I should say, just, you know, uh, there were a lot of spoilers this season, whether you wanted to find them or not. I knew that Ben was leaving before the season even started, although the rumors at the time were that somebody else eliminated her or Morgan eliminated her or she quit in mid-episode. It was a lot of jumble, but there was still the story out there that Ben was leaving. And to make matters even worse, yesterday, before the show aired on Ben's IG, at least, I didn't see any other uh, social media, all these people were already saying, why are you going home? Why did you eliminate? I'm going to kill Morgan if she sends you home. So even if you would like not been spoiled until an hour before the show, let's say, it was all over the goddamn comments which sucked so because ben basically said i'm really excited for everybody to see this show i'm really proud of this episode please watch it and the next thing was everybody like basically you know verbal diarrhea all over her page and comment because because i didn't had no idea it was coming you know when it happened it was like it was i was both okay i was shot but i was also like okay i totally get it because you know all season dela has been very much 
oh, you know, I, th- this is really hard decisions and I don't want the drama or anything. And there's so much drama in this episode. I could see you say, okay, I'm done. I've won all this stuff. I'm a winner. Bye. You know? Yeah, I, I was personally, I, I mean, I knew it was happening in episode seven because again, spoilers, it was out there, but I had heard so many negative things, like I said, that Morgan was going to knock her out or she was just going to like have a nervous breakdown and quit mid-episode. I was on the edge of my seat, like, what is going on? And when it finally played out the way it did, I burst into tears, but in a good way, because I think I, I give like Dilla so many props, like just like for her decision, how she did it, why she did it. And she did. She went up with her held, head held high. And it was just like an amazing moment. And nobody's ever going to forget her, you know, and she and also she won, you know, no no matter who wins now, there's always going to be an asterisk. There's always been a question like, yeah, but what if they had gone up against Ayla in the end? It was a really good way to go out. And and I'm so proud of her just for like being herself and and living up to her own convictions. Yeah. And and, and being so gracious, you know, the past day, you know, since this episode aired, uh, she has been so gracious on social media and, and so many fellow queens have been so supportive of her. It, it It's just really kind of uh, lovely. I don't think that there has been such a face crack in terms of what's been going, what happens in Drag Race since Willem was disqualified. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you could argue Rika going home, but not as much as Willem because Willem was just out of the blue. I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that because Eureka I wouldn't say was a fav a favorite it was still very early on and meanwhile Willem and Dela were both favorites um at that point but like with Dela I mean like I I was sh- I was so fucking shocked uh, I'm but not surprised yeah if you go I think exactly. if you rewatch the season not that I really want to just like. You can see, I mean, you know, I, we were aware of the fact that she was very conflicted about a lot of things all the way through. And and as MC pointed out, she almost didn't want to be on here at all. She wasn't, she had said she didn't want to ever come back. So I don't know what the impetus was for her to come back. Yeah, well, I don't either. But, you know, she did. And, but everything, the decision she made was, was obviously very hard on her. And, and so I think everything just kind of built her head. And she's like, okay, I've done all this much. You know, I don't need to go any further. And so I'm gone. And that's, I respect that. There are rumors that uh, Dela was actually wanted for All-Stars 2. And Dela had turned them down uh, because after everything that she had gone through in season six, she didn't want to go through that again. And when it came to All-Stars 3, also, she didn't want to come back because, you know, she was still not, you know, really into it. But I've heard a rumor that they were having trouble getting people and that they actually raised the per diem. It's possible. I know Angina okay. was supposed to be on and Angina wound up with like some kind of uh, injury. So Angina had to pull out. I'd heard that Valentina was supposed to come back and then something happened there. So Valentina. Didn't. So it sounds like, yeah, there were a lot of problems in getting the cast. The other thing that I have read since yesterday and I'm very you know, just in terms of rumors, and I'm very, very cynical about this one, is that some people think that this was all planned from the beginning and that Rue was in on it and this was like a World of Wonder thing because they want to set up one of the other queens who's still standing to be the winner and Dela wasn't supposed to win, but other people didn't do as well. And I, and having rewatched this again, like Michelle's face and Rue's face, that is like totally blindsided. That is not an act. I don't think either one of them can act that well. You know, no shade on either one of them. 
No, Rue looks like absolutely like, what the hell? Rue looks both sad, angry, you know, she's just wearing her heart on her sleeve. She did not see this coming. The producers obviously knew because there are people who are filming it. But the judges, I think, are honestly, they're they're not worried about what the, the contestants are doing at the time. Yeah, they they only see what happens on the main stage, on the runway, and nothing else matters. It'll be interesting to see if Rue makes any comments. I mean, I suppose it would happen after the show, or after the, um, they, they finish airing, um, about what Dela has done. Because, I mean, certainly it mm. is unprecedented, because this is also, this is, a, I, I, I have seen, some people compare this to what Adora did in um, All Stars 2. But no, this is actually very different. No. Oh, it's totally not the same thing. Very different. Yeah, because because yeah, because Adora was just like, okay, you're, you're criticizing me, I'm gone. She, she didn't win anything at all. She was the first episode. Yeah. No, it was, uh, I can't handle yeah. this. Meanwhile, what Ben yeah. did was basically say, you've given me everything you can. And peace out. Right. I'm a winner. Yeah, and I love the fact that he was just like, you know what? I don't need this statue. I have gold spray paint. I can fix it myself. I don't need that crown. And I was like, that was like, to me, so, I was so proud because it was like, yeah. And was, he wasn't yeah. that hungry for it. He didn't need it. He doesn't want it. He's now, you know, touring with uh, Drag Becomes Her with, you know, Jinx, who's like best friend. And I guess Heckelina, who's a close friend. And Major Scales, who's a close friend. And doing what he wants because he was writing plays and producing shows and doing stuff. And he's just back to doing what he wants because he wants to do it. And that's wonderful. You know, sometimes not yeah. everybody needs to be a big fish in a big pond. And I think he's he's a winner anyway. To me, he's like the queen of my heart. Yeah, and yeah. I think actually doing it this way, it's no matter... By leaving now... Bendel is the winner of this season yeah. because whoever wins, people are going to yeah. go, oh, but Dela, I mean, Dela won like six challenges or five challenges, however many. It's like Dela left before anybody had the chance to even eliminate her. Right. It's not even that she was like in the bottom right. or she won once or twice and then kind of went, yeah, whatever. No, she was like, she was breaking records. This was like a big, big deal. So, yeah, I, and like I said, just much props to her. And I, I'm really happy to see, like, people like Bianca and Pandora and um, Manila. I mean, just, like, a lot of queens coming out and saying, I love you. I, I totally respect it. And they're not, like, tearing her for this, you know. And um, the other thing is that, you know, some people are like, oh, it had to be a setup because where did she get the whiteout? Apparently, Thorgy had whiteout and had had it the whole time. And Ben just, like, supposedly asked Thorgy for it. Thorgy was like, yeah, okay, not knowing what Ben needed it for. And... So that's how it happened. Apparently, uh, Dela and Trixie kept on joking throughout the the weeks that one of the times one of them was going to write RuPaul on a lipstick using Thorgy's <laughs> whiteout, and so actually by writing her own name on the lipstick, it was almost like a little inside joke with Trixie, but you know, doing it seriously, so. So yeah, I yeah, mean, like you cool. bring fucking weird stuff with you because you never know what you're gonna need. Like, right? Exactly. As a costumer, you don't want to know what I bring with me in my bag. 
Yeah, I just like, like the conspiracy <laughs> yeah. theories like make my brain hurt because it's like they're trying so hard to like diminish this and you know there are times when you can tell when something's been a setup or something kind of smells off. This one I I really don't think it was some like grand plot, you know, and that Dela was allowing herself to be used to like set up somebody else because that would be stupid. She she didn't win all those times and work as hard as she did just to like hand it to somebody else. It it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. And and those judges definitely looked like somebody had like knocked them over with a large boulder. Also, by doing that, it makes them look like such a well, I don't want to say a clown show because they kind of are a clown show, um, but it, it it makes them look foolish if that if this was their plan because let's have somebody dominate three quarters of the show, and then. Have them drop out so that this person who has won none yet one one if it's if we're talking about the same person yeah yeah one or two like depending on who it, who they're supposedly right. setting up making them you know just completely mediocre compared to you know the to everybody to the person who everybody thinks should have won that's not what they want to set up i mean you look at you know what they did with alaska alaska was like a fucking coronation the entire thing yeah but alaska also was winning i mean alaska you know was was actually doing the work to to well yes i mean this is this is what i'm saying it's like uh you you can believe that it was set up because of just how well she was doing the entire competition but there's no way that you set it up to and have them have it go like this. Right, exactly. If it, if some if this was somebody's no. like idea, it was the dumbest idea in history because it's backfired. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, pretty much. and I, I think yeah, Rue was much. not happy about it. Hence, the no more whiteout ever. But on the other hand. You know, the cynical part of it. Yeah, but Rue is going to win another Emmy over this. This is like, <laughs> it's like, this oh, doesn't yeah. happen. This is going to bring an Emmy to the show itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, this is like reality show gold, platinum, beyond platinum with diamonds and as cabantium. So, yeah. Yeah. Could, could be, be platinum. platinum. <laughs> so, um, it's going to be interesting, I think, because we're, we're getting towards the end here. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how and yeah. the way this plays out next week. Was this was this the first time we actually saw people dance? Yes, I think so. Come to think of it, yeah. So that was kind of like weird because I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and <laughs> I also wonder, like, whether I mean, when they were filming it, especially after Rue's reaction, I'm just wondering how much shit went down that we didn't see on camera with the judges when Stella made her, her d- declaration. Like, you know, did Rue like freak out? You know, oh. I, it's just, it'll be interesting to find out if there is any like goss, like what happened. I did hear a rumor that they stopped filming like as soon as Dela made the announcement and the producer came out and is like, are you sure you want to do this? And basically tried to talk her out of it. And then they couldn't. And so she went forward. Uh, one thing that should be made okay. very clear is that uh, Dela had a viewing party uh, last night and showed off what would have been her finale dress, which was fucking gorgeous. Um, which I actu- haven't seen pictures, so um, you'll have to... Yeah, uh, uh, if you go on to, I believe it's on Instagram, and I, I can post a link to it. And also, um, they do a behind-the-scenes with the Eliminated Queen. You see part of it in that, because she shows it off to the other Eliminated Queens. But, uh, so, she did 
um, a show, a, a show for a viewing party. And she said that she does not regret her decision at all, that she would still make that decision today, uh, which is really nice to hear. Um, you don't want somebody to make that kind of decision and then regret it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, it definitely is important that there's no regrets and that she's, you know, and like I said, everything that I've read on social media that she wrote, that other people wrote, um, has been so powerful and so like really strong and just, I, I'm glad that she's okay with it. And, and mental health is a really important thing. I mean, we were, you know, we, you know, um, Katja has left her show for the moment she's on hiatus she is now getting help because obviously she you know brian was not doing well and brian needed to like step away from katja for a while and i actually caught a uh, an episode of the show on vice the other night with bob and and trixie which was very very funny um but you know so i i think that it was right for ben to make the decision he did and i'm really glad that he's doing as well and seems very very happy going on and anybody who doesn't like it can basically get stuffed so yeah um, pretty much and like yeah. it'll be interesting because it seems like we've hit this big thing and now the next we've got two more episodes to go and i just feel like we've just like just fallen off a cliff and it's just going to be kind of like yeah whatever whoever wins wins i don't care anymore <laughs> at this point i'm just like fully like i was always i was team uh dela or team shanji so now i'm just like fully behind shanji yeah me too yeah, I, I just, and, and anybody else, if anybody else wins, it's going to be the weirdest thing in the world because I don't think anybody can touch, it's like it was Ben, 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 and like way, way in front, and then Shanji very close behind, and then everybody else is like way behind, you know, in third, fourth, and fifth, and I don't see how anybody can, you know, anybody who wins is just going to be like, yeah, that's nice, you're, you know, go home and take your trophy, and whatever, of, you're not really the all-star. Of all -star. course, next week. Yeah, really. We have a performing challenge, so that's going to be interesting, especially right. because it looks like we're not getting a makeover challenge this year. Right, which is fine. Which is fine. We don't we don't need it every season. Yeah, well, I'm I'm guessing it's because well, look at the contestants we have left. Can any of them like yeah makeovers? No, no. none of them are just, none of them are real no. uh, seamstresses. Right. It'll be another another episode of Shangela versus the sewing machine. I yeah, it's it's. I think the next two weeks are going to be kind of interesting in terms of energy level and stuff because it feels like the air has now been sucked out of the room, and I don't I don't know how they're going to recoup it. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, season ten is looking like at least promising for the moment. We'll see. Um, and speaking of sewing, I think we talked about it. there was a little bit of like snippets on social media. And one of the questions asked to all the queens is, you know, do you know how to sew? And five of them were very positive. Um, and I know, you know a couple of them were like, yes, I actually make costumes for other people. But one or two of them, including Aquaria, were just like, oh, I'm so fabulous. I don't need to know how to sew. And I'm hoping that's going to bite them in the ass because after 10 seasons and, you know, three seasons of All-Stars, why the fuck do you not know how to sew, even if it's just basic straight seams? We'll see where that goes, but we'll talk about that more in March or the end of March once uh, season 10 starts. So, But uh, season 10, right. just the promotions are more interesting. I always feel like at this point, they're just like, all right, let's get this over with and let's go into the the new season. Well, how, how, well, how about Christina Aguilera being the uh, guest judge for the opening I think that'll episode? be interesting. Does that mean that we're going to get a challenge where they have to dress up like Christina Aguilera? <laughs> Especially in her really oh, naughty, multi very pierced, very messed up. Oh, the dirty period. The dirty yeah, period. another yes, another naked yeah. challenge. Um, well, I think Christina's been on The Voice for a while, so I mean, she knows how to judge now. So I think you know, 
I don't think it'll be a bad thing. I'm just, oh, yeah. you know, is she really that big a deal that, you know, it's not like having Lady Gaga on the show or Debbie Harry on the show. I don't know. Should should we do our wrap up? I think so. In the charisma department. I vote Chi Chi. Just because because her, her commentary was spot on and she and um she gave a great performance and she was very much like, I'm just here to have fun. You know, and I don't care because you know, it's like I'm grateful to be in another episode, kind of thing. And and I thought that was yeah you know, really refreshing. Okay, that I I can buy that. I mean, I think so, there was a lot of charisma amongst everybody, but yeah, Chichi was a standout. Uniqueness, I'm going to give to Dela because you know, angry punk goth Spice Girl is not something you see every day, and I think it just was a lot different than being all sparkly and cutesy and your normal Spice Girl, so or Kitty Girl. Oh, but I have to I have, I have to give it to Trixie though. Because be, be, because she 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 was a nerd and it's like you know represent the nerds and and you know and she you know she brought a truly unique character which which she really pulled off and she did a really great performance mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go that for that. Is there any question that Dela got nerve? No. <laughs> no, 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 definitely. And in definitely every nerve, conceivable yes. uh, definition of the term, she just yeah she's the nerve queen now. Oh, goodness. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and yes, yes, talent, indeed. Um, there were a lot of talented queens this week, so I, I'm not sure. I'm kind of torn here, so what do you guys think? Oh, I'm going to get Aja. I, yeah, I was going to say, let's okay. give it to Aja. This is, you know, she she was very talented, and this is her last hurrah, so. And, and she she nailed the challenge. She she was She's an awesome rapper, and her look was great. Her performance was great, and, you know, her, she, her commentary was also good. So it's like, yeah, I would give that to Aja. And, uh, you know, and, and wish her, you know, great things in the future. Yeah, I think she is. I mean, she seems to have a very strong fan base. So I, I'm not worried about her going forward, which is good. I don't think we should worry about anybody. It's nice to know that they're they're doing well. So um, I think that wraps up this week. Um, next week we have, uh, well, we'll see what happens because we don't have our, que- our reigning queen anymore. So what do you do when your, your top contender leaves on her own volition? <laughs> <laughs> We yep. fake it. So, yes. Right. So <laughs> good. until next time, this is Jan. And Ren. And MC. Bye. 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 Bye.